Peace party people and happy new year. Welcome to another episode of Where My Killer Tape At. Episode 135. And in this episode, I bring the homie, the comrade, Katie B. Fly, um, to talk about colorism in the Latinx community. Check it out. Tape at, people welcome back to another episode of where my killer tape at and i actually have a guest on the show and before i introduce this guest i do want to point out that this was her idea i don't want anybody to think that i have all the good um so uh and we're gonna be talking about colorism and latinidad or just colorism in the latin, latin community so i'll bring it to you the big homie katie b fly how you doing What's up, Dan? Thank you. I mean, thank you for having me, although I, I feel like I sort of invited myself, but I appreciate you opening up your space to have this conversation. No, no, but you know what? A lot of a lot of my guests, I'm going to say like two of my guests are like, hey, I want to do this on your show. And, and when I say guests, they're recurring guests, you know, yeah. and they and then they usually always hit me up with like, hey, should we I want to talk about this. So one one person would be my barber, Woke Dave. He was the one that kind of like, yo, I want to be on your podcast. He just came to my house one day and I was like, oh shit. So he's somebody that's a recurring guest. Um, nice. Zemo is a recurring guest and he usually comes up with the idea. He'd be like, let's talk about this. Can we talk about this next week? And I'd be like, all right. So you're not doing anything out of the ordinary that we don't okay. automatically do here. And I've always said to you that if you ever want to do something, just let me know. You know, if, but if it's something I've already talked about, I'd probably be like, no, but nine out of 10 times, I'm going to say, yeah. Yeah, no, that's what's up. I mean, yeah. like I said, I appreciate it. I feel like 2022 for me is just kind of the start of diving into more creative spaces, I guess, in my life. Okay. You're you're oh. one of the most creative people that I know. You always got something going on. So I was like, Get okay, out of here. Get no, out. No, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, just like supporting and like, especially like within like, the latinx community like the latinx community in dayton right you know what i mean okay um right. so yeah so i was like let's let's talk about some let's talk about this okay. and, I, and again i appreciate you because it's something that i wanted to cover my my the only gripe is my disclaimer the only gripe is that oftentimes when we talk about colorism a lot of us mm -hmm. light-skinned folks we like to censor ourselves in the conversation and i don't think we should i don't think we should center ourselves in that conversation but I am, so, I am somebody who will not, we have this, I'm somebody, and I'm not bragging because all us light skins used to need, need to be this way. I'm, I'm someone that if I do have, if we do have that conversation, I won't come back with the, oh, well, well I'm light skinned and people always, you know, da -da -da question my blackness. I don't do that. So, um, Got it. so my, my, this is not a safe haven for light skinned people to cry crocodile tears or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> talk about how it's hard for them because it is not hard for us it really is not right um, so well, you know it's 
the, it's funny you bring up like this whole notion of light skin, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like I feel like sometimes like your skin tone is also very much specific to like how you identify yourself. Like Agreed. when like when I when I think about like myself, like I feel like I'm brown, but then other people might be like nah like you ain't you, like you ain't brown like you light skin right yeah, so you're it's light like skin. Yeah, yeah yeah so it's like how like i don't know it's it's so specific to to each person's identity especially when you when you dive into the latinx culture because we all look like everything right mm -hmm. so so i just thought it was interesting like when you talk about like us being light skin i'm like what i guess i am you, you know are. what i mean you, like no but you are yeah you, you are and I, you are and i'm i'm light skin too i'm light skin you know and I'm and I'm and then you have people like J Lo who could pass for it who could play the Italian in the movie, right? exactly. Right, exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, so so we and then I we have to acknowledge our light skin privilege. There is such a thing as light skin privilege. There Absolutely. really really is. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And a lot of times yeah. when we have this discussion, a lot of us light skins don't want to bring it up. You know, oh, I don't have light skin privilege. Like, yes, we do. You know, so. Oh, we yep. totally do. Yeah, I, I so, got yeah. I got a story about that too. I, okay. I, 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 I found. I mean, we could wait till later. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead and jump okay. in. This this is a podcast. We we just it's a conversation. It doesn't have to be. You know, the the yeah. questions were kind of like what this is what we're this is what we're talking about like along the lines. But I don't mind a right. good story. Shit, I want to hear stories. Yeah. No. So okay. So last week, it's it's kind of it's it's I was having a week, right? So I got yeah. into a car accident. Oh my which, god. I know, which I'm fine. Like everyone at the scene was fine. And it ended up, and I, I hate to even admit this, right? But it ended up being my fault. I was like following too close to someone. She had to stop fast for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of slammed into the back of her, right? Mm -hmm. um, but when it happened, I'm like, yo, like she stopped mad fast like this is not my fault like the like the the streets were wet or whatever so you know in my head i'm like oh i'm good like i'm good like this is mm -hmm. not my fault yeah. so then when the cop comes over to the car and he basically says ma'am i'm sorry we're gonna have to to cite you for this my privilege <laughs> started to come out right yeah and i started to kind of like not argue with him, but I was kind of like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why am I getting cited for like she stopped like and I was like going into it and I sort of had to like like reflect on that and be like, okay, would I have been that comfortable sort of arguing with the cop had my skin been darker, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't I don't think I would have, right? But that was like a moment where I like I could like look on the outside and like see myself like with this privilege you know like why do I feel so comfortable arguing with this cop when maybe other people in my community wouldn't gotcha. I don't know it was it was just a moment I had so I'm like calm down girl <laughs> okay <laughs> to myself I hear you I hear you I hear you and I, I I appreciate that you realized that you were close you know I I just taught my my middle son how to drive he's got his license so those are one of the things I was like don't be driving too close behind people I give know, them room man. you know Dang. so so yeah so that's one thing that I really drilled into his head and my daughter's head as well so mm -hmm. so okay so we're gonna go ahead and, that's a dope way to, a dope way to segue um when did you first become self-aware of colorism like when did you first become self -aware? yeah well, you know, it's 
it's interesting. I have like two two different stories on this. So mm-hmm. I would say like the first time, like so first of all, like I grew up in Dayton, right? Okay. Like all right. twenty years ago. You know what I mean? Like I know you grew up in New York City. I'm going to assume probably in a super like diverse area, right? Yes, yes, yes. My my community, Dayton, was not like that 20, 25 years ago. It just wasn't. Um, So I ended up transferring grade schools. I went from a public school to a Catholic school in the Mm -hmm. fourth grade. And, you know, when I went to this new school, I was the only person of color pretty much in the entire building i mean it wow. it was rough wow. it, it wow. was freaking rough and i remember there was this girl and she i want to say she transferred around the same time that i did um but she was hispanic she was latina <laughs> but she was she was half so her mom was white and her dad was hispanic right <laughs> and so she looked very different from me. She had very fair skin. She had almost like blondish hair. Beautiful girl, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember feeling like kids or students, whatever, were sort of more accepting of her transfer than they were of mine. And I, and I don't, oh. and you know, I don't really know that it was all based on the fact, like. It, I can't sit here and say like it was all based on like how we looked, right? There could, I'm sure there were other factors involved too, but I think that was the first time where I felt like it was easier for her to sort of mix in with with the student population than it was for me. Gotcha. She could pass. She, she could pass, right? Yeah, she yeah. she was she was a pat like we talk about J Lo, right? Like she was yeah. like a passing like cute little Latina girl. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that was like sort of my first thing, but, but really the, the moment that stands out the most to me, I was probably 15 years old. Um, and I have a lot of family from South Florida and I remember being, um, summer vacation. I was in Florida. I was visiting some family and I had an aunt tell me, we were talking about relationships, you know, I'm 15. I'm like, you know, into boys, whatever. And she's like, just remember, never bring home anybody darker than you. Wow. wow. At 15. Oh. And wow. she wasn't just talking like, like black dudes. She was talking like even within the, the Latinx community, like Latinos that are darker than myself. Wow. Like do not bring wow. that home because, and her reasoning was, you are already dark. You need to think mm-hmm. about your kids. Wow. Right. And it's like, dang, like, and you know, at 15, like, you don't know how to combat that stuff. Right. So I just kind of listened and accepted it and was like, okay, like I, there, there was nothing for me to really say, you know? And, and, and it's because that's usually how we experience colorism. Right? We're very young. We're, you know, we're very young, usually during puberty, you know, and, and let me just say this, let me just say this. Cause my experience you know, we're Dominican, so like, we're probably right. the most we're probably the most most um, um, colorist, if that's the term, the most colorist group of Latinx people on the planet. Right? Absolutely, I, I, I could, absolutely. I could plant that flag in the ground and be like, because all my life I heard wild shit that I didn't I didn't get I didn't get I didn't understand at first I didn't think it was harm until I this shit doesn't feel comfortable. 
you know, we didn't have the words like colorism back then. We didn't right. have we didn't have terms that be like, hey, that's anti-black, or we didn't we didn't have that kind of terminology. So we didn't we didn't we didn't have a so we could grasp and say this is what it is and this is why it's wrong. So it's pretty much the same thing being a teenager and hearing that being told to us, um, not just to myself but to like you know my female relatives. Like I heard that consistently, and I heard people talk shit like, oh, you know. They're dirty, you know. Don't bring somebody who's, you know, not negative. She's dirty. She's and then we skin tone. So, like in the Dominican Republic, there's like twenty five different descriptions, descriptors of skin tone. So, like they yeah. would say, they would say, like they would call me trigueño, like because I'm light skin. I'm a particular shade of of light skin, which is called trigueño. And then it's like so many different ones, and he's just like, wow, we really on that shit. So it wasn't until I was a teenager when I started hearing that term, those terms, where I was like, yeah. and that's when prison got it. When I so, right. but it wasn't until I read B.D. Thomas's Down These Mean Streets where he talks about it in that book, and then I was like, oh, that's what that is. So, um, how old were you when you read that book? I was, you know, okay, you know. Again, I grew up in a diverse, you know, diverse community in New York City. You know, I was lived in the Bronx, went to school in Harlem. Um, and there was always this, there was always this, and this was before I was like Pan-Africanist. You know, there was always mm -hmm. this idea that, yeah, we're Latinx, we're not like them. It's just there was language. There was always that sense, you know, there was always that sense that, that was that was that we were taught and raised and conditioned. But it wasn't until I read B.D. Thomas's book, Downey's Mean Streets, where I was kind of like, oh, I know what this is now. I know what he's talking about. When he talked about how he was treated, he was darker skinned than his younger brother. Who... So yeah, that's, that's an old fellow. I see that now. I understand what he's talking about. But yeah, you're right. It starts when we're very young and we don't have the tools to navigate it or combat it. We don't know what to say to be like, hey, that's not cool. And, 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 and I don't want to blame... Because our relatives, their intentions were good. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they I, but you know. I no, don't no, no. know, Dan. Like, I, I, I have, like, yes and there no. Are, there, there are people, there are, we have relatives who are intentionally harmful, right? That they, they're, they're, we have, we have relatives that are like, nah, fuck that. But then there are some who just didn't know anything, right? Yeah. Right? Uh, and, I, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to justify what they're saying. Because I know a lot of times that people are like you want your children to have a better life than you did, so they're gonna say some wild shit, you know what I mean? But I'm not, and again, I'm not justifying it at all because it's all bad. But there were some people that had kind of like good intentions, right? Right. You know. So, but then again, the, the they say the what's that phrase? The the road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? So. Yeah, so, man. Yeah. And and I, I think it's it's interesting what you said about like the, the male versus female, right? Mm -hmm. You you witnessed a lot more of this with your female relatives probably yeah. than you did with your male, right? Mm -hmm. And and it's the same thing. I feel like not not that darker skinned males have it easier, but if you compare it to darker skinned females, yeah, they absolutely course. do, yeah, right? Yeah, just course. just yes. in general. Yeah. I mean that's mm -hmm. what it is. Um yeah, I don't know, like I Definitely, listen, there's a lot of freaking racism within the Latinx community, the, you know, Latino community, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and I get that some of it's like generational stuff, right? Or, you know, they come to this country, they want you to have a better life, et cetera, et cetera. But some of that stuff is like, 
Man, I just don't think they understand. Like, that shit sticks with you for a long time. Like, when my aunt said that to me at 15, Mm -hmm. subconsciously, I think that stuck with me forever. I mean, I remember, like... Like, you know, you go to the the beach or you're, you know, laying out or whatever. Like, I never wanted to lay out. I never wanted to be in the sun. I never wanted to get darker <laughs> because I thought, oh, my God, if I get any darker than I already am, like, people aren't going to think I'm attractive, right? Like, that's mm. what you think. That That's like yeah. the stupid shit that you think when you're a teenager, especially a girl. Yeah. So, I mean, her words really, like, stuck with me. And that... It's crazy. Yeah, you you internalize what you was being taught. Like I, I feel you, I, I feel yeah. you. And 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 there, you know, I had relatives that were my age that internalized that, and they believed that shit. Like they believed, like they really believed that. And I and I also remember, I also remember like being young and going to the Dominican Republic and having relatives say wild shit about Haitians. You know, wow. yeah, I, I yeah. remember. I remember this was saying some wild, some wild Dang. shit. Like, like, yeah, I remember them saying some. And you know, I I grew up in this. You know, I grew up in the states, and I had friends who were Haitian. Yeah. So I didn't like. So when I went to DR, it was like, oh, and I was just like, wait, what? You know, and it was just, and a lot of it again, colorism and anti-blackness. Um, right. And it was just like just wild, just wild. Like they would say wild shit that I was like, that doesn't even make. Even if I was racist, that shit don't make sense. Like, I was like, that shit don't make no fucking sense, oh right? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So, so they used to tell us, they used to tell us, you know, uh, my, my grandmother lived in a rural area, and they got, there was no streetlights, so it got really dark at night. And they, they, don't have, they didn't have sewage at that time, so, like, they had these pits where all the water from the houses just, just washed into, and they just, like, rolled out of the town. Yeah. So it, it was very easy to be walking around in the dark and falling and hurt. So they didn't want the kids to be running around at night. But I guess they felt like if we, hey, don't sneak out and run around at night because you can fall in the ditch and get hurt. Because what we would have done, we probably would. But they used, they used to tell us, don't go out there because the Haitians come out at night and they steal kids and eat them. You know what I'm mm. saying? Mm. Don't make no, you know, I'm from New York City. I'm like, that's don't make no, get the fuck <laughs> out of here with that. Like, get the fuck out of right. here with that shit. Like, that doesn't make no right. sense at all. You know, it's like you could have just told me you could have yeah. not probably stay in. But anyway, um, we kind of touched on the how do you respond thing, which, again, being young, we didn't have the tools to be like, hey, that's not cool or to push back. Um, I know. And, and it sucks because when you think uh, when you think about it as an adult, you're like, dang, like, why didn't I like like say something or like yeah, yeah. stick up for myself or stick up for, you know, my community or whatever? Like I was a pretty like not shy girl but i was pretty reserved like i was pretty quiet like i didn't really question shit i just kind of like i just kind of like moved through life like just you know i always had a job i always had to fucking work it's almost like i didn't have time to like think about all that other little shit Mm -hmm. but it still sticks with you you know and so looking back on it i'm like damn i wish i would have been like like really thea like why like, tell me why. Like, tell me why. You know what I mean? Like, what's your reasoning behind this? I never took you as somebody who was reserved. So I was like, I guess. What? <laughs> I, I, I no. Never, I, and I'm not saying I'm not saying you were. I'm not saying you were somebody hit somebody in the head with a bottle. But I just take you as somebody who ain't taking no shit. So when you say you was reserved, I'm like, really? So <laughs> I mean, I, I actually, you know what, Dan? I take that as a compliment because I feel like I don't take shit now as an adult. But but in even in high school, like. 
I was a pretty like quiet, like I just kind of like kept to myself, didn't want to create any problems, you know what I mean? Hello? Just kind of whatever, Hello? but cut out. Oh, I was saying like, e like even in high school, in high school like yeah. I was a pretty like keep to myself type girl, like reserve, like it took a special person to really sort of like mm. bring me out of my shell, I guess. And like, I don't know now. No, now I feel like I'm not putting up yeah. with that but shit. High school's right? different though. Cause high school, high school, the thing about high school, shit could go left very quickly. Like one bad move could just make your whole fucking high school experience horrible. You know what I mean? So yeah, somebody's man. like the best. The, <laughs> so it was lay low, just pass the classes. You know, just lay low. Yo, that's what I did. I laid low and I you know passed my well, most yeah. of my classes. <laughs> yeah, you lay low, just lay the fuck low and pass the classes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so man, avoid the drama. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. there was so much drama, and especially again going back to like growing up in Dayton. And and even like going to my high school, which was which was a fairly diverse high school, but as far as like the Latino population in the high school, no, I mean I was like one of five, so that was still like you know still trying to like figure out okay where do I belong, but you know it was it was wild, but anyway that that's for another time. <laughs> and 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 it's, yeah. and it's wild because I got to remember that. I got to keep remembering that you was born and raised in, in Dayton. I got to keep right. remembering that. So, right. so I, I assume like, oh, you probably lived in Miami or something, but I keep forgetting you were born and born and raised in, you were raised in Dayton. So, uh, right. And, and my experience, and that's the thing, like, even like you're Dominican, I'm Mexican, right? Mm -hmm. We have like very different experiences. And if we take it back to the colorism thing, like, Dominicans, like you said, y'all come like all shades, right? Yes, like, and yeah. there's a lot of like, afro latino dominicans for mexicans it's more of like um we have a lot of like indigenous, indigenous you yeah, know what i mean yeah. so and i always sort of considered myself to look more indigenous yes, right you do, you do yeah right and so and unfortunately the indigenous community within the mexican community really gets freaking shitted on right oh yeah oh yeah for all different kinds yeah. of reasons. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it's like like Afro-Latinos in the Dominican community, I feel like, get it hard. Indigenous folks in the Mexican community get it hard. I mean, it's just... Indigenous know. people throughout South America get it really bad. Oh, yeah. You know, um, for sure. you know like what's happening is it Chile, you know, with the, is it the Chile, Chilean president who's indigenous? Am I getting the, I'm getting them wrong? You know what? I don't I don't know for sure who it is now, but there yeah. for a while there were like five indigenous presidents in South America. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think Bolivia had one. Yeah, Ecuador. it was Bolivia. It was in Ecuador. And it was like this yeah. big anti-indigenous camp. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Like you you know, and yeah. So yep. Yeah, it's wild. And, and part of colorism too. That's that's a big part of colorism too, where um, you know, the closer you are to whiteness, the more the more privilege you get, and the more your more power that you're perceived in having, right? Right, right. So, exactly. and then when you look at when you look at telenovelas, right? Oh my gosh! Yeah. It's like you're watching. It's like you're watching American soap operas, but in Spanish. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because you, when you travel to those countries, you're like, wait a second, we're the people that are on TV. That's not what I saw on TV. You know. Um, um, so you see that a lot, just, just watching, just turning on a telenovela, just something as just 
I guess you want to say as innocent as that, you know, um, the colorism there as well. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. I, I feel like like in in the year that we're in now, I feel like there has been some movement to kind of change that narrative and mm-hmm. we have I guess more of a more of a diverse representation um in entertainment and stuff like that especially within the Latinx community 20 mm-hmm. years ago that shit was like nada right like yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean I don't know and you know something that I really want to talk about and I think I had maybe brought this up in one of your Instagram like when you ask questions or whatever on your Instagram stories in the heights can we talk about it? Yeah, we could. I, I didn't. Let me I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I have, really? I do not like. Oh. I do, what? I do not like Lin Manuel Miranda. I really do. I really don't. So I, I was like, okay. I'm not going to go see it. It was full of okay. light skins. It was because <laughs> my, my. Look, my, right. my father's far side of family live in the Heights. I, so I spent summers in the Heights. So it was like. I dated girls from the Heights, and I was like, none of those people love, are people that listen, I dated the Heights. I so, love, <laughs> so I, I was love, like, no. I love Washington Heights, bro. I've I've been there. I've hung out yeah. there. I I love me some Washington Heights. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay. So here's the thing with the movie. So for first of all, let me say this: I never saw the the play, like the okay. Broadway, right? Same okay. Here. So the the only thing I saw was the movie, and so a bunch of my girlfriends got together we're all latina right Mm -hmm. and we're like excited right we're like okay we're gonna support this film we we all got together at one of my homegirls houses we watched it and when i first watched it i was like this is amazing like i felt seen i felt represented i was like they talk like me like this is this is it but then after I started like hearing all of kind of like the backlash that they got for not having darker skin Latinos in it, again, it's like looking at yourself, it's like it's like that privilege coming back, yeah. right? It's like mm-hmm. it's like, well, I felt seen, right? Because there were light skin mm-hmm. Latinx people in the film, but my darker skin brothers and sisters didn't feel seen because they didn't have that representation. So then it's like, damn. So it's like you, I, I sort of felt like, I don't know, like, okay, I'm in this place where I'm like, I want to like support my man, right? Like he, he did this great film. It was awesome. But then I'm also like, but you also kind of fucked up because you didn't include like, you know, a darker skin representation in here. So I kind of felt myself like in the middle of it. You know yeah. what I mean? And I here's, here's the wild part. Here's the wild part because that, because of the pandemic, the release of that film kept getting pushed back, right? Mm, mm-hmm. In 2019, when he originally released the um, the trailer for it, he got pushed back on it. This was in 2019. Well, you mean he got pushed back because he didn't have darker skin? Yeah, he got, yeah okay. he got pushed back on that way back in 2019. He got pushed mm, from it. And I was yeah. like, is he going to... Because, you know, and I'm not, I, know, I know it costs money to change shit. I know it right. cost money to change it. He didn't address it. He didn't address it. Yeah. And um, and then he released the movie as is. And my didn't even change. You know, he released it two years after the fact. And they were right. like, damn, B, like you ain't even changed that shit. Which I don't think he was. I, I honestly don't think he was. I honestly I, I didn't even say nothing because I um, yeah. he didn't respond. So, you know, 
But I don't, I don't like Lin Manuel Miranda. He is, he's one of those, you know, he's he's white. He's he's a white Latinx person, and he he's is. gonna do. I mean, he's, he's going, he's going to do his white Latinx shit. That's just how he's in the. Because Hamilton is about slave owning motherfuckers who rap, and now everybody think that shit is sweet. And I'm like, uh, these are fucking slave owners. Why are we, why are we happy that these motherfuckers is rapping? You know what I mean? And I'm personally insulted. That my job is asking me to have my students freestyle to win chances to go see Hamilton. Kiss my fucking ass. They're not oh, doing that shit. shit. Yeah. So I'm like, no. It's called like freedom freestyle. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? But, so but like, don't but don't you sometimes feel like like, well, but this is something, right? It's some type of representation. So I wanna like support it a little bit. It may not be perfect, but I wanna still support it. Like you don't feel like that at all. Like not with him or oh, th- this is how I feel. This is how I feel. Um, check me on my privilege. Please check me on my privilege. Now, when you check me on my privilege, is to fix it. Mm-hmm. I don't fix it. Then w- when you check me on my privilege, what I really did was I said fuck you. What I if you if, if I do something wrong, right, and you check me on it, you say hey, that's not cool what you did. I, yeah. do this, I do this every day as an educator. Hey, what you did is wrong. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Rodriguez. And I'm like, no, no, no. You ain't got to say sorry. You just got to fix it. Just don't do it again. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they turn around right. and do it again. I'm like, then you didn't, you're not listening to me. You're not, you know, until he releases it. Like he's going to fix it. So yeah. you're supposed to be someone who champions you know, these left, you know, these causes, you're supposed to be doing representation and do it right. Um, I don't know. No, when, yeah, I, you, I don't. I, and here's my thing. Here's my thing. He's from New York City. Right. See if he was from, if he was from Bumblebutt, Idaho, and he said, I'm going to do a play about the Heights. Right. You know what I'm saying? He, he know better. You know better. <laughs> gonna do better mm-hmm. i do better no you're right i don't know him. You're right. I, I don't know him personally i don't know him personally but i just kind of feel like you you were born and raised yeah you're and, right. And, and it's, it's right he's he, he's from that community he's from right? that community like, yeah he's yeah he's from that community he got, I, and when i say that generation wise you know what i'm saying like he should have been like oh you know you know i walk through the fucking heights bro because because the way you wrote it, you wrote it you were from, like you was from upstate New York. <laughs> yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? I, yeah, it's, again, yeah. if, if Steven Spielberg wrote it and he did that, I, he don't know what the fuck he's talking about, though. At least he could say that excuse. I'm not from there. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like, um, you know, like, yeah, like. Right. Lin, Lin-Manuel Miranda is Puerto Rican, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. His, okay. Yeah, his dad, his dad is actually from the island. Yep. Got it. Which is which is okay. Any anybody. Uh, uh, what what was it? What's the movie you said? You broke up a I li- little bit. I'm sorry. I like it like that. Remember that movie? I like it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was written by. That was directed by African American woman. Oh, right? Okay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You you see what I'm saying? And, and my thing is, my thing is, because she's from that area. You know, she's from. So she knew, I mean, she knew like the culture. She knew yeah, what it she was knew the about. Culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah. 
I like, like you know, but you know, you so you like, and I know we, I know we're staying with, and I need to take fall back a little bit so because it's not about me and Lynn Miranda, Miranda but you know but. <laughs> no but no but like this is one of the things I was thinking about I was like I want to talk to Dan about in the heights because I know he feels some type of way about it and I'm and I'm still struggling with it right because again like I felt seen right but again I feel bad because why I, do you feel bad no because I should have been like hey you know I want to know Katie's opinion of it and then I would have watched it with y'all you know, just to watch it, you know what I'm saying? But because I was just like, I'm not going to watch it. You know what I mean? And I have HBO Max, like, I'm not going to watch it. But you know, but so. you know what? Again, like the, the group of ladies that I watched it with, most of them, I mean, they look like me, right? Mm -hmm. They're light skin, Latinas. I think, I mean, we have like um, a really cool white girl in there. We had a black girl. But, like, for the most part, we were all light-skinned Latinas. So we were, like, all about it. We were yeah. like, this is amazing. Like, we're so excited. Like, we love, you know, we love everything about this. But then, you know, looking back at it, we were like, okay. Well, I don't want to speak for them. I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. okay, well, there there's some issues with this. So yeah. I totally under, I, I understand your point. I get it. Especially with you being from New York, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that you have a... I mean that's that's your home, right? That's yeah. that's your city. So mm -hmm. I totally get it. And 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 again, the backlash that he got, I think it was warranted because he was checked on it two years before he they released it on the heights because they kept they kept pushing back the release date. And that's real. Yeah, I mean, they, kept, that, they kept pushing it yeah, back. Yeah, that kept, thing is real. Yeah. However, I do have to say, okay, so since then, I don't know if you if you've watched these two things, these two animated things, but Vivo on Netflix. Also, Lin Manuel Miranda and Encanto on Disney. Yeah, I saw Encanto. Yeah, I did. I did see Encanto, and that was Encanto was dope. And my students, right? Loved it. So yeah, Encanto was have, dope. Yeah, yeah. So I will have to say there was more. I mean, again, it's animated, right? That, but that wasn't but that was, wasn't his. That wasn't his call, though. What you mean? It wasn't his call. That wasn't his call, though. That because he did the music. Okay. So on both was, of them, he did the music on Encanto. Okay. Yeah, he wrote the music and the he wrote some of the songs in the canto, but he wasn't like Disney had a hand in that. And I and I and again, I know like Disney gets hated on for a lot of shit, but one thing I will yeah. say about Disney is they some diversifying motherfuckers. If you say you want some shit, because they are born <laughs> about the money, they'll make you. it. They're gonna give oh, it to you. They're gonna real? be like, yeah, they're yeah. gonna give it to you. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. And, and 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 there's supposed to be representation in animation too. There should be yeah. because our because our kids watch animation, right? If Absolutely. anything, if anything, there should be more representation and anime. If there's any place that there hasn't been at, um, representation has been animation, right? So our kids watch animation and uh, even just something like Dora the Explorer had a profound impact on everybody. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Oh, Dora, you know, Dora. Yeah, like, I don't know how I feel about Dora. So, okay. No, because, because, no, because, because I, have yeah. a lot of, I have a lot of kids who are not Latinx. Yeah. That, that's their first, you know, that's their first, um, like, encounter with Latinx culture. That right? makes sense. No, you know I get saying? that. You yeah, know, because I, because it, Dora is like worldwide. Like yes, everybody yes. knows who the fuck Dora yeah, Explorer yes. is. Right? It's, anno it's yeah. annoying as fuck. Don't it's get, kind of annoying. fucking annoying. It's annoying as fuck. It's but super for, fucking annoyed. Listen, but, <laughs> listen. Hold on, hold on. Listen, especially for 
a little short brown Mexican girl like myself, yeah, it's yeah. very fucking annoying. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> no, it, it is. But, but you know, I, and, and I didn't appreciate it until I became an educator and I had a lot of kids say, hey, you know, I heard you say this, you know, I heard this here before. And they was like, oh, wow. And, you know, and it was for a lot of them, it's their first non-stereotypical um um con- you know con- you know interaction i don't want to say interaction but seeing latinx people in a positive light because usually we're, latinx people are shown in a very negative light when it comes to american cinema and television oh my god yeah it's you know what ma- saying it's the maid and the fucking gangsters like yeah that's yeah what it is. it's made gangsters tacos a, a taco bell dog like all that oh shit. my god so yeah. dora was actually like really for a lot of young for a lot of children they're first like, okay, they learn about Latinx culture. They're learning some Latinx words where it's not stereotypical. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Okay, so, I'm I'm gonna stop hating on Dora. Yeah. No, I'm it gonna, is, but I'm, 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 I'm saying. Live. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm, live. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I used to think that way until I I, I talked to my my students and they're like, oh yeah, da, 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 da. and I was like, okay, all right, okay, all right, all right. You know, like okay, Diego, like they was like, I didn't know that's how you say Jay's in Spanish. I was like, oh, you knew that, like okay, and it was like, and it wasn't stereotypical. So yeah. yeah, so um, you know, so shout yeah. out to them for that. That's Nickelodeon though. But um It is, yeah. <laughs> that, that is Nickelodeon, yeah. So yeah, but Disney they'll they'll diversify some shit on you, you know. So like yeah. And I thought it, and I thought Nikanta was really dope for that. It was really um, you know, yeah, not, not just the skin was... texture, but also the hair. Yeah, and all that man, stuff the hair, and the like, eyes. And yeah, yeah. Super so yeah, dope. It was really super dope. dope. It was really dope, yeah. yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, something I'm interested to hear from you about is, so how how do we become active in, in like, countering this stuff, right? Like, and I'm, I feel like I'm still on my journey for that. Like, when it comes to, like, colorism and, like, how do I, like, be better, right? How mm-hmm. do I support my darker skin brothers and sisters in my Latinx community? And I think I'm still on the journey for that. I think we all I don't know. I think I think I think we I think we all are because I always look at it like this. I look at it. I tell people all the time. I'm like, forever how long we've been conditioned before we recognize we were conditioned, you know. So if we were if we didn't understand it until we was like 28 years old, then it's gonna take us 28 years to uncondition that. Man, right? That's rough. Because because it's been. Think about it. If I've been smoking cigarettes for 30 years, I'm not gonna quit overnight. Right. Right. It's gonna take work. You know, so that's something that we all have to work on consistently. And because we have privilege, because privilege is something, the thing that makes privilege invisible is that privilege is, is the thing that makes privilege dangerous is that privilege is invisible. Even when we don't think we're, we're using our privilege, we are, right? So right. I, I think the first thing we need to do is educate ourselves, right? So read books on that kind of stuff, right? Um, so understanding how white supremacist capitalist patriarchy works um you know so that means reading because we have to be intersectional about it i know i'm throwing out all these terms so yeah. um for me i know you you gotta school me i'm, I'm yeah, not so as I, smart as you damn no i'm not terms, i'm not that okay? smart i'm not that smart i'm just all i'm doing <laughs> is repeating other people's information so um i always tell people to read books by afro latinx folks so um i always tell them to go to bd thomas first right? bd okay bd, BD thomas bd okay. thomas the bd thomas the late great bd thomas he was a poet very well known. Um, and he wrote a very classic book called Down These Mean Streets, and he dealt with that, 
Okay. Uh, so that's one book to read. And then um, there's this, there's this woman named Maria Moreno. She's a Yoruba priestess. Uh, she's still alive. She's in New York City. And I can't remember the name of her book, but she talks about her journey into when she became, how she became a Yoruba priestess. And she talks about colorism um, in the Latinx community and also in the Yoruba, Yoruba um, religion. She talks about colorism in there, too. So what so what groups do these these folks represent? Are they Dominican, Mexican, Puerto Rican? Like where what are their So Petey Thomas is uh New Yorican. Okay. Uh, Maria Moreno is also New Yorican. Okay. Um so they're Puerto Ricans based in New York. Got it. Um and then um watching I know watching um the movie on Pinero was really good because he talks about colorism in there too. Um and they deal with that as well. Which he's played by Benjamin Bratt, which I had an issue with, but wait, but hold on, but isn't Benjamin Bratt half Latino? That's my issue with it. He's half because because here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Okay. They do this to Asians all the time. They do it to Asians all the time. This character is supposed to be Chinese, but they'll get like a Korean to do it, and I'm kind of like, oh, that's fucked up. It should be somebody Chinese. <laughs> so like, right, right, right. one of my issues with the Heights was I was like, wait a second, that person's not Dominican. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, you got to play in the Dominican. No, it's, I I feel you because it's one of the, like one of the main girls in in the Heights was like Mexican, and not yeah. even like Mexican, like like me. Like this girl was like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure she was like from like the país, right? Like yeah. Mexico. I'm like, yeah. well, I don't know about her, but all right. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like Selena. They had J Lo. I'm still mad about that. And they had no, J Lo play. I'm, not I'm still mad about J Lo. I'm still I'm no, still no, no, mad no, no, they no. had J Lo play. You know, J Lo is. Queen. We're not going to talk about J-Lo. We are not going to talk about We're going to have to talk about J-Lo in a different, different day. Because, I'm still, yeah, I'm still no. hot about that. Even, even, in, oh even my in my, Lord. I'm still hot. I'm still like, damn, they, they couldn't find a Mexican girl to play her. You know, okay, like, you know but what I'm saying? Mexican, but fuck. It's J-Lo. Yeah. I fucking love J-Lo. Anyway. All right. Okay, so we're, we're going to move on. So like, <laughs> we're but yeah, move they, on. they do it to Asians all the time where they'll, they'll They'll be like, oh, this person is supposed to be Korean, and they'll get somebody who's Japanese to play them. And I'm kind of like, you mm-hmm. couldn't find a you couldn't find a Korean actor to play that Korean person. And it's kind of like um, that that. And you know, again, that goes back to you know, we, we're getting ourselves educated on it. It goes back to recognizing and checking our privilege. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that's that's one of the things we have to recognize and check our privilege consistently on a consistent basis. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's easier said than done because. You know, we have to know how to pick our battles, too, sometimes. But I think um, I don't like to use the word ally. I like to use the word co-conspirator. Co-conspirator. Yeah, I'm co-conspirator. That. Because okay. because if if because here's, here's what happens. So this is what happens. So if somebody's oppressing you. I shouldn't come in there and be like, ha, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that for you, Katie, because that might not be what you need. Right. Right. So so if somebody oppresses you, I shouldn't kick down the door and beat them the hell up and then throw them out the window. Right. Because right. then then what happens is you still got to go back to that place to work. And they're going to be like, well, your friend came in here and beat the shit out of us. You know, so that's right. going to be more harmful to you than if I just come in there and say, Katie, what can I do to, to support you? Right. And then you say, well, True. you know what? Yeah. I need you to do it. And so I, that's a co-conspirator. That's somebody that's like, OK. I need you to do this for me, Danny. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then we'll work together in doing that. Right. So okay. we should. Yeah, no, I feel that. That, we that should, makes a lot of sense. We should be co-conspirators in that instead of me trying to tell. Because what happens when we say allies, 
allies just show up and be like, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to do this for you. So I remember, I, remember, I remember doing a protest for Black Lives Matter and, and white people showed up and they was like, what we need you to do is we need you to make a shield around us because we know that white people, we know that the cops are not going to fuck with you. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then that mm-hmm. way they can't, that way they can't come to, can't come through and arrest us. And they was like, okay, cool. And they were a shield around us so that the black, the cops wouldn't come in and arrest us. And it was like, oh, that's a co-conspirator. We tell you come in. What do we need to do? This is what we need y'all to do. You so know? they, I mean, so they came in. Like they have like a plan. Like this is what we do. Yeah, this is what we like, need you to. They came yeah. to us and said, this is what we need y'all to do. Yeah. This is what we need y'all to do. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what's up. So, yeah. so that's kind of like what we got to do when we come to Ally for our, you know, a darker skin Latinx folks. When you say, hey, what do you need us to do? How do you need us to show up for you? You know, uh, yeah. because we, you know, I don't get me wrong. I want to go in there and bust heads, right? I want to go in there. Oh, who said who said that to you? Y'all want to go fuck them right? Up. But, exactly. But we, <laughs> that that's <laughs> that usually makes it worse. Like, no, hold on, chill. You know, hold on, yeah. chill. I might know a lawyer. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna get my boy. He's a lawyer, and you know, and he might say I'll do it pro bono. Oh, cool, cool, got you. That's probably a smarter way. But I need to ask you what you need from me. You know? Yeah. You know, what do you need me to do to, for us to counter it? But I think we do, I think when we have these conversations, I know people get mad when we say that, when we have these conversations, especially with our loved ones, this is where the real work happens, right? Mm-hmm. This is where the real work happens. Because it's real easy to say, okay, there's a legal battle over here and there's a, there's a protest over here. We need to, the discussion needs to happen with our relatives, right? With, our, with our loved ones, the people that are supposed to love and support us, Right. Yeah, no, that's real. And I, and I think that's like when when we talk about the question, like, when and how did you become active in countering it? Honestly, it's when I had kids, right? Mm-hmm. And that wasn't even that long ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, my oldest is five, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, you've seen pictures of my kids. So I think it's obvious, like, my oldest has a darker skin tone. My youngest has a fairer yeah. skin tone. Like, it. I mean, it's just obvious in pictures, whatever. So I think when I had my kids, I was like, okay, I don't ever want to make my my kids feel some type of way, mm-hmm. right? So I need to make sure that I'm educating myself first. Yes. And then also yes. like putting things in front of them that that make them feel like like they're good. Like it doesn't matter what color skin tone you have, right? Like you good. So I don't know. I think that I think that's when I first First, really became active in trying to like, I don't know. But I think, I, I but I, but I think that's dope because that was a that was a those those having children is a life changing event that puts everything into perspective. For sure, right? Yeah. And 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 then what you're doing is now you're doing the work, right? right. You're, you're doing the work that actually really, and I'm not just trying to denigrate anybody else's, but this is the work that matters, right? Because again, that's why I keep talking about our relatives because. Um, it's, it's, it's easier for me to go out and protest or say something to a total stranger than it is for me to go to a family reunion and check my uncle or auntie on them saying some real oh life shit. Oh my God, because right? them feels, yeah, like that's, they be that's, rough, bro. And that's the, that's where the work has to be. Why? Because you're yeah. going to have, that, you're going to have that, that prima or that primo who they're the ones that they're hurting when they say those kind of things. Man. And when you show up for them, then that makes them feel like, well, I'm being supported. I feel like I'm being supported now. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, again, it's real easy for us to take signs and go down and picket Manuel, Lynn, Miranda, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it's easy. I don't know him. It's easy for me to say right. that. It's easy right. for me. It's, e- it's easy for me to go down to your job and cuss out your coworker. Because I right. don't know him. I don't know him. Right. But my uncle, you know, I do know him. I've known him all my life. It's harder for me to say mm-hmm. some shit to him, you know, than it is to do all that stuff. You see what I'm saying? No, that's so, real. Like, I yeah. mean, it starts at home. Yeah, right? it's exactly. Yep. For, for so many things. For right? all of that, us, yeah. For, for everything, right? Mm-hmm. But, but you know, talking about colorism and, and our and our community, yeah, it definitely starts at yeah. home. Like, you guys fucking teach the babies, right? You gotta exactly. Like, yeah, for and sure. And it's not even... It's not even it's not even more so than teaching the babies, right? Because I think as children, right, we look at our parents and we look at what they do actually, right? Mm-hmm. And how and how they show up for us, right? Because when, when, we, when we show up for our relatives and we support them, that has a bigger impact than me saying, you know, eat your vegetables, right? Because when they see me eating vegetables, they're going to be like, oh, okay, I don't have to, if I, they see me eating vegetables, I don't got to tell my kids to eat vegetables. Right. Right. So when they see us defend other people or defend them when somebody says some wild shit, then they're like, okay, I feel supported and I feel safe. And that's when they learn. You know what I mean? That's when they really, that's when they really learn. You know what I'm saying? When when your cousin says, Yo, you know, I heard you speak up for me and I really appreciate that. I feel loved and supported. That's when they that's when they learn. And when we come up as a united front to that that deal, trust me, he'll come around. Trust me, he'll be like, you know what, y'all was right. You know what I'm saying? I see. I seen that happen. You know, Some, sometimes, not all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's where my male privilege comes in. Exactly. Male, I'm a man. I'm the, I'm I'm the oldest cousin, so they usually man. nine point nine out of ten times they usually listen to me if I say, "Hey, that shit is not cool. Let's not do that." You know what I'm yeah. saying? Let's not yeah. say that around here. They'll be like, "Okay." They'll bow down. They'll be like, "All right." But if you're a woman, right? But unfortunately, exactly. Exactly. It's a totally different. Dude. And that's and that's where I need to check my privilege and be like, "Hold on, Katie's right though." You know, she's right though. Yeah, because, you know what I'm saying? It, like, because it's easy for you to say that, for yeah, you to make yeah. that stance. I come in the room, I come in during dinner, and I say that shit. And it's like, girl, get back in the kitchen. You're crazy. You're crazy. And, you're crazy. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy. like, yo, yep. like, I'm saying the same thing that Danny Rodriguez is saying, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I'm the crazy one. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. So, it's wild. Yeah. So, yep. But those, I hope that helps out. I hope that helps you out starting off, you know. Um, and, and the people that are listening out there as well, I hope that helps you out. Um, what you know, what what we light skins can do um, about it, and and you white Latinx people too. We're not letting you off the hook either. So <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really just being advocates, right? It's mm-hmm. really just number one, recognizing our privilege as light skin, fair skin, whatever, mm-hmm. and being advocates for our for our darker skin brothers and sisters. When we're talking about colorism, like specifically within the Latinx community, like we just gotta like we just gotta be there for each other. We gotta like exactly recognize the bullshit. Not be afraid to stand up for it, but in a meaningful and productive way. Like exactly. you said, we can't be going in like, like you know, trying to throw down. Yeah, right? yeah. But we yep. can call that fucking lawyer, and yeah. we can be like, "Nah, man, this ain't right." So exactly. it's like, yeah, right. Just finding the the right way to go mm-hmm. about it, I guess. Yeah, and because sure. because a lot of times I know like. I know, like, when we talk about bullying, right? When we talk about, like, when I see somebody get bullied and I'll be like, I'll say, hey, you know, I'll I, I stop the, the behavior and then I'll tell the person that's been victimized, I'll say, hey, 
I'm gonna go I'm gonna go get them in trouble and, and they'll be like, no, I just I just wanted to stop. Like I don't even yeah. want I don't even want you to report it. I just want it, you know what I'm saying? So I that's Yeah, just to, make it th- stop. Yeah, they 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 just they, they, they that taught me a lot. I'm like, I need to ask them what they want me to do. You know, mm. because really when I'm like, I'm gonna go fuck them up, I'm gonna go tell the principal on it, I'm gonna get them suspended, and then, that's really about me. That's not that's not really about them. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really about, yeah. oh, I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to run out of town and be like, yeah, I stopped this bully. And this is what I did to them. And it's like, nah, they just wanted that person to stop and not get bullied again and never get bought up again. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think a exactly. lot of times, a lot of times that's what we want. You know, the you know, victims, that's what we want. You know, so we always have to ask them what we, what they need. That's true. So, yeah. yeah, that's very true. For so, sure. yep. But, and I can go on Thanks. and on, but we're going to go ahead and end it here. Um, so my question to you, uh, Katie B. Fly, is um, do you have if can you wait, want somebody- can, can, can we just talk about Katie B. Fly for two <laughs> seconds? <laughs> yes, because I, I just want the people to know, yes, Katie B. Fly, that that that's what that's me. That's okay. that's you that, are. that's you are. that's that's what Danny Rodriguez gave me, so I Dan, am. Dan- on the show is Dan. On the show is Dantres. On the show is Dantres only. They don't know Dan, me. As I'm Dan- sorry. I'm you good. You good. You good. You good. I'm putting good. all your business out. You good. There. You good. Um, Dantres only. Yeah. Katie, we fly. That's yeah. what it is. All right. Continue. So, yeah. I'm sorry. So, cool. Continue. You cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> is there any? If if you want them to get a hold of you, where would you like to get a hold of you on social media, not your phone number? So. Yeah. No. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um. You know. I'm. I'm. I'm still kind of dabbling in this whole. This whole social media thing. I mean, my social media is private, right? It's like you yeah. gotta like yeah. friend request me and shit. I'm not like all public and shit. Mm-hmm. However, Instagram. Catherine Espino, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N, Espino, E-S-P-I-N-O. Mm-hmm. That's where you can that's where you can hit me up. And I'm, sure. I'm gonna put that in the show notes as well. So if they miss okay, that, cool. it'll be in the show notes so that way yeah. everybody can see that. Yeah, I mean it's not public. You won't have to request me and I'll be like, all right, I, I guess I'll accept you. I don't know. It's not know. it's nothing wrong. It's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I, I think I think most people should do it that way. Um, especially women, especially women, because there's a lot of creeps out there. There's a Man, lot I ain't trying of, to have all these, yeah, there's all these motherfuckers of, in my DMs. Yeah. No, thank you. There's no, a lot of you. a lot of creeps out there. There's a mad creep. And I, and again, my male privilege, I don't have that issue. Exactly. Yet, so I don't know. So but there's a lot of there's a lot of wild stuff out there. Like I don't know what dudes really be thinking. Is. Yeah. So for sure. And you're but, always but go yeah, but we gotta do this again. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. What like, what's the next topic? Like I, we gotta do this again. I don't know. You but you can always you could you can always <laughs> say, Hey, I wanna do it and then um We'll go ahead. I don't mm-hmm. have a problem doing it anytime. You know, I'll work around your schedule. Um, okay. So I don't have an issue with it. So it's real easy. You're always welcome. If Thank you want to do, if you want to do like a movie review, if you want to do like a TV series review on anything, you know, Latinx or whatever. I'm oh, cool with that would be dope. Because we, we do, do that. Yeah, yeah we, we do. Because I do a lot do of, that. I do a lot of movie reviews and a lot of TV show reviews. So whatever you want to, um, do it i'm down for it. just ask me i'm like yeah let's do it so um i don't have an issue with it like i enjoy doing this kind of stuff especially geek stuff cool. um you know that uh, america chavez one of my favorite latinx superheroes is going to be in the next doctor strange but that's either here nor there oh wow so yeah okay. i don't know if you ever read her stuff i haven't oh right, i'm gonna I i'm haven't. gonna get you i'm gonna get you some of her stuff she's really dope okay um, cool her um she's like she has super strength super she could fly and she could travel in between dimensions 
And um, yeah, and her mom's, she has two moms. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, well, dang, yeah, progressive. She progressive. Yeah, she, yeah, very progressive. Um, and she was in the Young Avengers, so they they show her in the um in the Doctor Strange preview. They show her with her jacket. So um, yeah, That's she's really enough. dope. Yeah, and yeah, so she's really really super dope. Um, and her and her her comic book was written by uh, she is Gabby Rivera. Oh my god, I love Gabby Rivera. Um, and she has a fucking dope book on. Um, she's bisexual, so she has a, a dope oh, wow. book about the LGBT, LGBT community. But from because what happens is the main character in the book um, is Latinx, but she meets like a white feminist, so she learns through that, and then then she then her cousin is like, "Hold on, you got to come to this side." So like, it's really dope coming of age book. But Gabby Rivera is really dope. She wrote the series on um, America Chavez, which is fucking amazing, and I loved it. Um, I hated that Marvel discontinued it, but I'm gonna make sure you get the. The, the um issues so you can read it because there's only 12 issues okay that's what's so, up yeah. for sure so yeah yeah but thanks Dang. again katie this was dope i had a great time um, me too yes and definitely so um peace out to everybody out there there you have it Another episode of Where My Killer Tape At. Um, if you want to book your mans for a workshop, whether it's capoeira, breaking, or you want me to talk about hip-hop culture, or being a black male feminist, um, hit me up on the website, omisbench.com, and bench is spelled B-E-N-C-H.com. If you just want to hit me up on the Twitters, you know where I'm at, um, at Dan Trezomi, D-A-N-T-R-E-S-O-M-I. And the official Twitter for the show is Omis Podcast, that's O-M-I-S Podcast. Right. Um, you know, and if you want to continue the discussion, use the hashtag where my killer tape at killer spelled K-I-L-L-A. Yo, do me a solid, man. Support the show. You can subscribe, you know what I mean, for 99 cents a month, man. You could do that. Or if you, you know, if you big money, you could do five dollars a month. The link will be in the show notes. Or if you want to buy a present or you a coffee snob like myself, you could always buy a coffee mug, man. I'm trying to reach a hundred mugs sold for the year 2021. I'm only at four. So please help a brother out. Work.